Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. I want you to turn, you can look on a screen either one day, to Hebrews chapter 12. We're going to look at uh, how to maintain an unshakable, an unshakable life in today's world. How to maintain an unshakable life in today's world. Let's pray. Father, we are just so grateful today that we can be here. The Lord has been and the praise team has prepared our hearts, Lord, in worship. Lord, now we look to your word. Father, all the things that we face, everything that we go through, we know that, Jesus, you're right there with us. It's not... Anything that surprises you, and Lord, give us your grace today to understand, open our spirits today, or our heart, that we can see you in all things that happen in our life, in Jesus' name, amen. You know, I want to ask you a question, because uh, I don't know if there's been anybody in here that's gone through this, or maybe that's watching. Any, is anybody in here, I, I want you to raise your hand with us too, usually we don't do this. Any, anybody in here been through an earthquake? Anybody? Is there anybody in here? Look at that. Nope. I don't think there's one person in here that's been through an earthquake. I didn't think there would be. Now, if we'd go to California, I was pastoring California and I'd ask that question, probably just everybody would probably raise their hand, right? What I'm getting at with that is we all go through something different, something that, that shakes us. And I was hearing, reading different articles on earthquakes, and it said, I think, like, if there's a five-point earthquake, uh, whatever it might be, we hear that, you know, it was a 5.1 or whatever. If, if you go from 5.1, 5.2, 5.3, I think if you go from 5.0 all the way to 6.0, I think they said, it, it, I, I think I read, it's a thousand times stronger. Can you imagine? So that's where they say 5.1, and then if it's a 5.2, it's so much stronger. It's amazing. We can't underestimate that. You know, the Bible even says how the earth groans as we head towards the end times. And what it means is that, that things begin to shake and things begin to happen in the world, volcanoes and all different things that take place. Well, there's no question that all of us go through, uh, we look at this year in such a way I've heard people say, and I know you've heard people say this about this year, man, I just wish this year was over. You know, right? Just go to 2021 and let's just forget this year everything has happened. Well, you know, that's true to some extent, but we have to know that every day is it, the Lord has us to live and, and, and know that how important and precious it is to know that, man, it, it just, our life just goes like a, a vapor. And we've got to look to where, you know, if you're going through something right now and it's shaking you to... To not so much wish it away instead of saying, Lord, give me your grace to go through this. Let's look at, in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 25 through 29. Hebrews chapter 12, verse, verse 25. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. Now, I think, uh, let me just stop right there just for a second. Who speaks? We take for granted, you know, about God 
speaking to us. You know, it's amazing if you go back to the very first book of the Bible. It says, God spoke the world into existence. We cannot underestimate the power that God has when he speaks. So he's speaking here and it says, See that you do not refuse him who speaks, for if they do, did not escape who refused him, who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, yet once more I shake not only earth, but also heaven. Now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken, as those things, there it is, as those things which are made. In other words, things that we can see, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. In other words, God's people, spiritual. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace, let's be thankful, by which we may serve God acceptable with reverence and godly fear, for God is a consuming fire. You know, we talk about, let's say, it's your time to go, and that's it, you die. And we think, okay, as a believer, we're, we're on our way, and we're on this trip, and, you know, it's going to take us five or ten minutes to get into heaven, and, you know, we're there, you know, finally, you know, we're there. That, that's not it. Do you realize that, I, I want you to get this picture today, heaven is, is right here. You say, what do you mean, Dallas? You and I live in a dimension that we can't see. We cannot see, but the second this life is over, that second, we go into a, another spiritual realm that's for eternity. It's right here. We just can't see it. Uh, the Bible, that's what God's Word says. The second our life is over, we stand before God. We're right, we're right there. We just can't see it. What is God saying to you and I today as a believer? You're going to get a phone call this week. Something's going to happen. It's, it's going to, whether it's your job, personal, your kids, all things you have to go through with school right now, everything that's taking place. And if we're not careful, what does it do? It shakes us, right? Why is that? Because it's this. It, it's our flesh. It's something that's spiritual that doesn't have to happen. What do you mean? If it, when it's spiritual, what do we do? We take a deep breath. We're not shakable. In other words, our spirit, if we're really believing who God is in our life, through the Holy Spirit, what do we need to do? We need to stop, take a deep breath. After we get the phone call, whatever might happen, because we, we live in this world, it's going to shake us. You know, we're going to have that to where you're going to hear something and it's going to shake you. But we know that we're also spiritual to places once we accept Christ as our Savior. We have his power, his authority to know that, you know, whatever the devil tries to do against us, he can't win. So knowing that, I want you to just log this first part of this message. There will be a time that, that something can shake us. But to know when we are part of God's world, this whole world is going to be shaken. We see it. We're already in the, in the beginning stages of that. And it's all going to be taken away, and God's going to bring in a new earth. But we now live in that realm. We live in that spiritual realm. I've said this I don't know how many times. When we, the devil tries to come against us, all we have to do is say, get away from me, and he flees. Now, keep that in mind. I want you to go, and we're going to build on this. I want you to go to, the, to, to uh, Matthew 
Matthew in chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. And I also say to you, you're Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell or Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. What does God say to you and me? And we say, when Jesus says, I'm going to build his church upon himself, upon that rock, what's he telling us? Now, when someone accepts Christ as their Savior, we become part of the church. When God builds what he's saying here, that in other words, you and I, if we can think in this way, should be better in our spiritual life. We should be more secure and encouraged than last week. He's constantly building us. He's constantly building his church. It is unbelievable the world in today's world how the devil is trying to shake the church. But he can't do it. He's trying. Look what he's done. Never since the history of the church, thousands of years, in a couple thousand years, never, ever, ever has the church not had the opportunity to meet on Sundays and worship. When Jesus rose from the dead on the first day of the week. And all that we've been through. The devil's doing every, you know, through this, and I think I said this a few weeks ago, that through this pandemic, do you know that one in five churches is, are not going to reopen? It's, it's terrible. How Jesus says, no matter what the devil tries to do, he's going to build his church. I was so thankful if you saw this this week, and I want to give him credit when I say this, that the governor of Ohio signed into law, which takes place December 1st, and it's bill number 272, that just about for any reason, churches will not be closed again. Isn't that amazing? Now, you didn't hear much of that on the, you know, the news, I don't think. But, you know, I think it was in the Beacon Journal. Uh, man, that's, we can be thankful. For that. Also, uh, John MacArthur's church at Grace Church in California, who's continued to meet, he had a, another victory this week in court that the court said he can still meet, they can still meet as a church, that the government doesn't have say on that unless if it goes to trial, and that's probably where it's headed. But at least right now, they can still continue to meet. Why is this, why is this so important that I'm saying this today? That we, we, the more than any other time, understand that we know what it has to freedom to come to church. We've realized that the last six months. Do you know if you, if you saw in the news that, that a very uh, famous and well-known Olympic wrestler in Iran was recently executed? And, and calls were made all around the world trying to, very representing his country was executed and I ran. You know why? He didn't like what the government was doing, and he walked down the street with other people that were protesting. That's why he was executed. Calls from all around the world didn't make a difference. That's the world we live in today. You know, they're finding out through satellites that there are a million, if not millions, of people in internment prison camps. Uh, in China 
because if they've gone against the government, most of them either, many of them, they say at least a million Christians. And even a million, there's even a million Muslims. I mean, there's all kinds of people in these prison camps that are seeing, they're knowing this because of satellites. You know if you go to church in China right now, do you know that there are video cameras there? You say, what do you mean? There are videos coming there that sway back and forth and are all different places in the church. And because of, they get your picture, they know who you are. So during the service, there's all these video cameras. So you, your life is threatened just by going to church in China. And there are actual video cameras that are there from the government to see if you're there or not there. And they profile you with that. What I'm getting at is to say that we need to take a stand even where we're at in our country and what is going on. I'd be so thankful for the freedom that we have. And the devil can do whatever he can do to try and shake us. But Jesus says, I will continue to build my church. Now, that's you and I, even as a believer, know that. You know, sometimes say, okay, God's going to build his church. And, you know, it's, it's out here somewhere. It's you and me. That's the church. God says, I'm going to continue to build his church. In other words, you and I are going to get stronger and we're going to have a a greater faith as we go through this. Now, how can we, as we close with this, and I want to zero in on this, as we close today and we see that we're in a position where we can't be shaken because we're spiritual. Your physical life can be shaken by what you hear from the doctor, by what is said or what the news is. Yes, we can be shaken. Your spiritual life, where where we should be with the Lord, yeah, we might wonder why this has happened so far, but we're there strong in our faith. And we see that no matter what the devil tries to do in this world, he can't shake our faith. Keep that in mind. And you are the church. We are the church. How is that done as I close it? How is you as a church, whether it's your marriage or whether it's, it's your kids or things that you go through, how can you get stronger? How can that happen when you go through difficult times? It basically comes down to this one thing, and this is what I want you to understand. How does that, how do we remain unshakable? I want you to look in this last verse in 1 John chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. This is it. It's not step one, two, or three, or five, because, you know, all of you have short memories. You can't remember what you had for dinner Monday, last Monday night. So this is just one thing, one thing. I want you to remember this today, how that your faith, that spiritual that's within you, isn't shaken. This is what I want you to remember today. First John chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Here it is. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. What is it? It's our faith. Our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the son of God? You know, we can go around all around and everybody can say you believe in God and you can be in any other thing and nobody get upset. When you start to talk about Jesus, that's where people get shaken. They get shaken. Because they know that it's hitting them and and aside of their life, something begins to convict them because they know this is real and it's true. And that Jesus confronts them with their sin and what's taking place in their life. 
But it's the victory that overcomes anything that you face personally, professionally, anything that you're going through. It is our faith. We win. We have victory. Then we define it in this way. Then we believe in what Jesus is and what he can do in our life. What he can do in our marriages. What he can do in our home. What he can do with our kids. How he can protect us in today's world. Our victory is to have faith. You remember years ago, I'm going way back, way back now. Some of you maybe have seen it on DVD if you didn't see it when it came out. Do you remember a, a movie? It's going to date some of you. A movie called uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Man, I'm going way back, Okay. Some of you, if you didn't see, you saw it on DVD. Now think about that. When you hear that, do you think about the Bible? No, most people don't. But it's about the ark. It's about the ark of the covenant. That, that, that's what it really is. About. That, that's what that movie was about. It was about really in some truth about it, what the Germans were trying to find it too, all the biblical artifacts because they believed that there was power in these artifacts they wanted it for themselves. God's not going to give them the power that comes from, from him. But they were, they were looking all around the world for the Ark of the Covenant. It's inside, you know, we, we know God's power was there. And they thought if they could gain the power from the things that were in there, that they would have the power of raiders of the lost Ark. And so they're looking for this Ark that they believe that, that the Jewish people had that went all through the wilderness and then it was in the temple in, in Jerusalem. So they're looking all over for this. Well, one of the things that, that they were looking for besides it was the cup that, that Jesus drank out of. And they thought that if they had that, that there was power with that. So they're, they're looking for this. That when Jesus drank at, uh, the, the Last Supper, the night that he was with the disciples. So they're looking all over the world for this. You know, this is what really the movie is about. People don't realize, but there's some spiritual things in there. And, and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. So the, the, the Nazis are looking for this. So they're going around the world. So one of the things they're looking for is a cup. And the guy who's the good guy in it, you know, he's also trying to find this cup at the same time because he believes also that there's power in it. Harrison Ford. I forget what his name was in there anyway. So, so he, he goes through all these caverns and all these things, and all of a sudden there's an opening in the, in, down in this cavern, and they see this big chasm there, and it's hundreds of feet down, and there on the other side on the wall is the cup. And he knows if he can get that, then the Germans can't get it, right? The, the Nazis can't get it. And so the guy that's there with him, he's going, how am I going to get, how am I going to get over there? I, I know it's there, and this is going to help us. No, thing. again, okay, this is a movie, all right? So got to go there a little bit with a movie, okay? So, so the guy says, well, you just got to step out in the air. He says, what do you mean you just got to, what do you mean you just got to step out in the air? He says, you got to take a step, and if you, because it has to do with God and spiritually, you, you got to take a step. When you take a step, the step will come underneath you. Now he's looking hundred, hundreds of feet down. But he's got to take this step. Is, isn't that just, that's just like us. That's, that's us right there. That's us right there. God's saying, do you believe me of what I said? Now, here's what we do. God comes through for us, doesn't he? You all have time. All of us do. We have times that we know without a doubt we can look back and, yes, Jesus, there was a lot of doubt. We know that. He, and when, when the Lord comes through, here's what we do. Lord. 
thank you. And this is unbelievable. You came through in a way that I never could imagine. I will never doubt you again. <laughs> That's what we do. It doesn't even take six months, does it? And then something else happens, and there it is. Why? Because the Bible tells us, the Bible tells us, I believe in the book of Romans, that just, we as believers, God wants us to live by our spiritual being. Through Jesus, he wants us to live by faith that pleases him. Because we know we're living by something we cannot see, but we know Jesus is real. So what does he do? He has a decision to make. He's going to stay there, and the... The raiders are cut, the, 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 they're coming after him, the Nazis, are, and he's going to lose, or he can take that step of faith. And he decides, you know what, he didn't have anything to lose. Is it, this is us. This is what I want you to get. If we're there living in our own being, trying to figure it out ourselves, what do we have to lose? We can't figure it out. Why don't we depend on, our, on the Lord? See, that's why the, 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 the verse in there doesn't just say, we live by our faith. No, our faith is based on the Son of God who is Jesus Christ. That's why he says that in there, to know that. So we see, if you saw the movie, what does he do? He decides he takes a step. And you know how movies can do and the way it is. And whoop, as soon as he takes a step in the minute and he's looking down and all this, and a step actually comes under his foot. Now here's what I want you to understand, and might me too, okay? That, whatever it was in the back, that happened to you last year, the year before, and you saw Jesus come through, that gives you the confidence to know that he's going to come through again. That's that step. So he knows when he takes that first step, then it gives him confidence to take another step. This is our, our life. I, I don't know what you're going through today, but I know that it's by faith that you overcome anything that you're facing. It's a belief on who Jesus is in your life. And knowing that he's come through before. You can't figure it out right now how things are going to work out, but just trust him. Take a step of faith. And it showed in the movie he came, and he walked all the way across like that, and he was able to grab it, and they couldn't get it, and we know how the movie ends, and I won't go any further, Okay. But we live in this world that we have to live in this world that's shaking right now. And we're seeing it shaking. You can be strong in what and who you believe in. He is real. He is there for you. And he's always going to come through. You know, I'll never forget, I want to close this. You know, we, we, our church is, I can't believe it's going on seven years old. I, it's hard to believe anyways. We were just, we were meeting at Musica down in, in downtown Akron. We were meeting there about five weeks, and the Lord just, everything was just, uh, it was just so humbling the way the Lord was just, uh, if you were there, just, there was no room. And, and then Lisa was with the kids, or uh, we decided we got to just take it back right as the service started because there weren't enough room for the adults, and everything was going great. So it's about the fifth weekend, and Tony, who owns music, it came to me. He was so gracious to let us meet there for free. And he says, Dallas said, we got a problem. I said, what, what's that, Tony? He says, uh, he says, well, you know, before you guys started meeting here, I didn't realize months and months ago that there was a uh, wedding booked in here. They're taking it up for the whole weekend. So next Sunday, I'm hearing this that Sunday, and he's saying the next Sunday we can't meet there. 
And, you know, what, what, what are we going to do? And I'm saying this to myself, and I, and I was so grateful to Tony anyways. I said, all right. You know, so I went to the church and said, hey, we got to pray. We gotta, I don't know where we're going to be. Just call. I don't know where we're going to be next week. You know, and, and so here's what I'm getting at. And this is what I want you to take for your life right now personally. I could never imagine what the Lord was doing with that. But he was working. It wasn't about where we met the next week. It was about what he was getting ready to do for the future. And you can totally relate this because of what I'm going to say. Now, by, by what we saw physically, we met that week. We were thinking about all different places we could meet. We found out one of the high schools would let us meet for the next week. So at least we had that week covered, okay? We didn't know where we meet. And then finally, one thing led to another, led to another. And the, and the people, or I think the church that was meeting in here for years, right here at Tadmore, which we didn't know, which we didn't have a clue, but I knew we, the Lord knew that we couldn't meet at music anymore and keep growing. And so it was going to be a little uncomfortable, a little scary there for a couple weeks, but he was going to do something miraculous if we just trust him. What if I'd have said, oh, I can't believe this. Here we are trying to do something for the Lord, and here I am trying to, and, 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 and Lord, this is what we get, and you know, now we don't even know where we're going to meet. Now, why did I just say that? Because if you're honest with yourself and I'm honest with you, that's what we do when something happens in our life. That's exactly what we do. I can't believe it. Look, you know, I do this and I do the Lord and this happens. And we do that. I'm not making light of what you've been through. I'm just saying if we can stop and say, I cannot figure this out for the life of me why this has happened. But Lord, some way, somehow, it might even, listen to me, it might even be years from now that you might not understand it until then, what, you're, what you face, what you're going through. But one day, you're going to look back and say, Lord, uh, Lord, unbelievable. I didn't understand it at the time, but I do now. So we met at the high school. We didn't know. One thing led to another. We heard about this place, and, and we were able to secure it. We've got a great relationship with Tadmore. We've been here ever since. Now, what if there wasn't a wedding in there that weekend? You know what? I just stayed com I would have stayed comfortable with just, you know, well, we'll figure it another way. I, you know, somehow it, got, it has to be a little bit uncomfortable. We don't like that because, you know what, we would never make the decision because we're comfortable. And it's okay the way it is, uh, it's, you know, and we, you know, people, you ever have somebody say to you, what, what, are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What, why do you do that? You know, and they're looking at it from their perspective saying, what you, well, it's just, you've gotten comfortable with it. You just, this is the way that you do things in your life. What I'm here to tell you today, when it starts to get to where you're not sure what's happening, by faith, we overcome anything in this world. Anything that you and I face, we overcome it by our faith. And that's a trust in the Son of God who Jesus Christ is. And we go before him and say, Lord, I don't get this. I don't understand this. But I'm not going to get bitter. I'm not going to get angry. I'm going to give it to you. And I'm going to not try and figure it out myself. That is what faith is. And we live in that way even though we can't see. We say, Lord, I'm going to trust you that you're going to do. And I am so grateful every week that as I pull in here, that what if 
we'd have just stayed there. No, the Lord had to say, you know what? You're going to have to take a step of faith here. You're not going to know where you're going to be. But when you get there, you're always going to thank me for what has happened. Now, this is where I want you to put you in that right now today. I've given you a real example for, for City Church, what actually happened to us. That's you. you. We're all part of this. City, we're all a part of what happened years ago the Lord is doing and what he's done. All because we were willing and all of a sudden, well, I don't know what's going to happen, but you know what? The Lord's working and he's doing something. And I know it is difficult as it is right now. And the devil's trying to kick you and harm you and knock you down and take you to the position where you get angry and give up and say, I don't want to do this anymore. I want you to put in right there, I'm going to take that step of faith today. And Lord, I, I can't figure it out. I don't know, but I'm going to believe your word. I'm going to trust you, the promises of your word. And I know I'm going to overcome Whatever, whatever it is you put in your situation right now, whatever the devil tries to throw at you, I'm going to overcome him. Not through my faith, Jesus, but through my faith in you. See, your faith is based on Jesus Christ who overcame death, hell, and the grave. And we live by that resurrection power. By his power and by his authority. And that's who you are as a believer today. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today, right where you're at, whether you're watching the hundreds of people that we know are watching today or watch through all our different apps and things, or you're here today, what is it right now that you have to have that faith? Faith in believing that Jesus is in control. And if you're willing to trust him, that your faith, not in just faith, but in the Son of God. And you're feeling shaken in your physical life, but spiritually, you could be strong. Believe who he is today. Know that he's working. And know just the same as City Church, he has a plan for you personally. You are the church. Put yourself right there today. Take that step of faith. Father... Jesus, as we close today, if there's someone here that doesn't know you as their Savior, you tell us that you will continue to build your church. That's believers. That's also you'll continue to bring those into the church. If there's someone here today, someone listening, someone watching that doesn't know, Lord, let them know to believe in you, the Son of God, that you came into this world and lived a perfect life and that you died on the cross for all of their sins. So, Lord, if there's someone here today or watching, may they just pray this prayer. Jesus, I believe who you are, that you are God's son, and you came to this world for me. And you walked and lived a perfect life, and you shed your perfect blood on the cross of Calvary for all of my sins. And right now, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me, Jesus, for all my sins. And Father, I can call you that now from this day forward. Help me to live by your resurrection power. 
If you're here today and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, Ben's going to lead us in an invitation song. We, we invite you to come forward. I can pray you have to take a step of faith, what we talked about today. And Jesus will write your name down in the Lamb's Book of Life for all eternity. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.